I said good day. I'm Justin. And I'm Travis. And this is Nerds with Mikes. Hey, Justin, I have a question. Yeah, what's up, Travis? What's the difference between me and your mom's couch? I don't know what. Only one of us pull out. Boom! Really? Really, Travis? You're gonna you're gonna open up the show with that? Yeah, Justin, sorry. What sorry. do you what, what do you have to say for yourself? Uh sorry, Mom. <laughs> and Justin's mom. Yeah, sorry, uh parentals. Uh so Travis, what have you been playing? Well, uh I've been playing a few things actually. Uh just recently Besides my mother. Oh man, your mother. She's a nice lady. She is. She's very sweet. Thanks, Any- Mom. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Anyways, um, so, per your recommendation, I actually played uh, Beyond Two Souls. Oh, yeah. I know I'm kind of late getting to this one because it's been out for a while. Just a few years, yeah. Yeah, so I think I've played about three or four hours worth, and it's actually really good. Yeah. For those of you that are big fans of Heavy Rain and, uh, you know, those type of games, it is a fantastic game. If you haven't played it, I would highly recommend checking it out. Uh, and then, oddly enough, me and my friend Kevin and uh, my friend Bill, we've actually been getting into Elder Scrolls Online on PS4, which is kind of strange because I played it when it first came out on PC for like a week, never touched it after that, and then just had it on PS4 and just recently started playing it. So Yeah, that I played it also when it came out on PC. I upgraded to the, well, not really upgraded, but I bought the console license that came with it, and I've maybe put 10 hours into that game total, and that might be generous. So yeah. I, I, per your recommendation, I might pick it back up. You should start a character with us. I might just do that. Yeah. But no, what's weird is, um, did you play it on PC at all? Yeah. Yeah. I just find it strange because it feels like a totally different experience playing it on a console it with is. a controller and everything versus being a, behind a keyboard and mouse. It it has its 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 perks and it has its uh, you know its pros and cons, so to speak. Uh, con being, the one thing I don't like about the game on console is the camera doesn't pan back nearly far enough. Yeah. When you want to play in third person, but other than that, I'm actually enjoying it. and I'm having a lot of fun with it. What about you? Yeah, well, that was actually that was a game that came out. Um, I was really excited about it, as a lot of people were, and unfortunately, no, I'm kidding. Uh, very fortunate that my son was born right around the time it came out, so I wasn't able to put that much time into it. Um, so the the console release was kind of like a, a whole new game for me, and I just uh, still haven't really found time to play it. Yeah, it's actually. The last thing I want to say about what I thought was interesting is a lot of times when those MMO games go free-to-play, like I think about a lot of them that started off as paid subscriptions and then went free-to-play, and typically once they go free-to-play, they generally get worse over time. But this game actually seems to be getting better over time, and Bethesda's done a really good job of keeping up with you know, quarterly updates for the games and expansions and things like that, which I think is really awesome. Yeah, I think the Dark Brotherhood comes out... uh Next month or June or something like that. Yeah. Oh, next month yeah. is June, but yeah. Yeah, next month is June. <laughs> um, and, and you said there's a famous person voicing that, right? Dumbledore? Yeah, Dumbledore is the prophet. He's He's been in the game since the beginning. Michael uh, Gambon. Ooh. Yeah. You're a wizard, Harry. That's Hagrid. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know. I don't even know Harry Potter. Yeah, so uh, what about you? What have you been playing? And it better not consist of Rust or Siege. Then I've been playing nothing. <laughs> no, um, I, I've had finals last week, and I have not a lot of time to play much of anything. I did find time to play Siege. 
Uh, but as I was telling you earlier, um, a few friends and I got together and we played uh, Star Wars Battlefront again. I haven't played that probably since November. And <clears throat> just playing it with uh, friends, which I hadn't done yet. I just played by myself. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Wow. I just, I've been playing by myself so far. I finally played with a few friends and I had a lot of fun with it. Wow, yeah. I mean, typically when you generally play with yourself, you do have a lot of fun. Uh, there's a few games where I've played by myself and I've had a lot of fun as well. So I know what you're meaning, uh, you know, by that. And uh, I just don't know if I like Battlefront enough to go back and want to play it. Uh, I think I'll probably go back and play that game when they release a Game of the Year edition that has all the DLC. Well, you do know that uh, with May the 4th coming up, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it could be tomorrow, it could have been last week. Uh, there's a sale going on right now, <laughs> and uh, it's on sale. Yeah, but how much is the uh, the edition that comes with all the DLC? It's still like $78, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah, no thanks. Okay. Well, technically, if you got on PS4, it's 30 for the base game. Uh, season Pass is 50, so that's 80. So never mind. Wow. I do math. <laughs> yeah, you just had finals, right? <laughs> Not math. I'm a history major, man. You can't read. I, I, I can read. Okay, I just can't that, do math. <laughs> that's good. That's good. So... So uh, are, have you been really enjoying it? I mean, you find that now that you're not playing by yourself or with yourself, that playing with others is fun, but playing in groups? Uh, yeah, it was. It before it was just kind of chaotic. Um, kind of, I don't know, just very chaotic and just not organized at all. And with friends, you know, we could actually kind of, we did like this capture the flag mode and we were actually able to strategize instead of just running around blindly. Yeah, I don't like running around randomly and just, and just shooting random people, not in a team. So I could see where playing with other people would make that game, you know, a lot funner. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. So switching gears, let's talk about movies. So May 6th, we have Captain America Civil War coming out. Are you pretty excited for that or what? You know, I am. I'm I'm excited to uh, see the next entry in this series. I'm excited to see the new Spider-Man. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, if you're so excited for the next entry in this series, what's the last Avengers movie you've seen? Avengers Age of Ultron. Are you lying to me? Captain America. One. Are you that far behind? No, 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 no. Uh, we <laughs> give me your microphone. You are not a nerd. I'm not a Marvel nerd. No, but I am looking forward to this movie. Okay. Well, I'm also excited. I'm gonna go see it Thursday. And you're after- gonna write a review, right? Uh, yeah, sure. We'll see. Yeah, absolutely. We'll do that for sure. So be sure to keep an eye out on NerdsWithMikes.com Friday morning for Travis's fresh take on Captain America: Civil War. Man, Friday, that's awfully soon, but okay. Anyways, uh, one thing I wanted to bring up, uh, so does this movie not almost seem like another Avengers movie to you with as many people that are in this movie? Oh, it basically is, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if, with this being a quote-unquote Captain America title, if it's really going to be a story about Captain America or if it's really going to be like an Avengers 2.0. It's (laughs) 2.5. Yes, two point two point five. Yeah, I know. I know. I knew what you meant. Yeah, I think it basically is just another Avengers movie. Um, I don't know why uh, it has Captain America in front of it. I think it should just be Avengers three. You know, I'm at this point. I'm honestly kind of afraid to see what the movie, the Spider Man movie, is going to look like. Yeah. Now, speaking of which, uh, we heard some interesting news about the new Spider Man movie, right? Yeah. We did, Travis. What is that? (laughs) That news would be uh, Robert Downey Jr., uh, who plays Iron Man in these movies. Did you know that? Does he play Tony Stark? He plays Tony Stark, yeah. He plays Iron Man. That's amazing. We are not nerds. We don't know anything about this stuff. We're just uh, regurgitating. What is is the internet? Yeah, what is the internet? No, no, we're kidding. But anyway, Robert Downey Jr., he he has officially joined the cast of Spider-Man Homecoming, so we at least know that 
Peter Parker and Tony Stark are going to be in this movie together. Yeah, now I'm kind of curious uh, where the Spider-Man Homecoming takes place in the timeline. Is this hopefully not another another story about how Spider-Man became? Hopefully this takes Spoiler place. alert. Yeah, hopefully. Uncle Ben will get shot. Oh, gosh. Peter will get bit. And, yeah, he'll become <laughs> Spider-Man. Well, I'm hoping that this actually takes place after the events of Civil War since we already... I mean, everybody knows who Spider-Man is, right? We don't need another origin story. It may, but it won't. <laughs> it's going to... I mean, it really might, but there will definitely be a scene where Uncle Ben gets shot and he gets bit. I'm calling it now. Well, I will say that you are right about B versus S and seeing Bruce Wayne's parents die again, you know, so yeah. you, you could be right. I, I I mean, it would... Unless it happens in Civil War, it could happen in Civil War even. Oh, man. That could be like the opening segment of the film is... Uh, let's No, let's not let's not talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, but, but to go back to Captain America, I'm super excited to see it. I'm also really interested in the new Spider-Man. You know, he's I think he's going to be in the movie. They wrote like 30 minutes, I think, is what he's going to be in Captain America. That's pretty good. So that's way longer than I anticipated. Uh, I know uh, in the IGN review, they said one of the positives was... Spider-Man, they, they yeah. a really just a great addition to the series. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about that. I'm also curious of how they tie him into the Captain America Civil War storyline. Like, where yeah. has he been? You know, like, like how long has Tony Stark known about Spider-Man? Because I'm pretty sure he's the one that introduces him into the storyline. Um, so, just kind of curious about that. But overall, I think it's getting, you know, pretty positive feedback, you know, as a movie so far. Uh, and I know it's done well, I think, overseas already. So just kind of curious of how that's going to go down. Yeah, should be. Uh, it should be good. It'll obviously be a huge hit, a huge success. I believe uh, one review also said it was the best Marvel movie to date. I mean, that's a lot of hype. But I'll just be honest with you. I'm more of a DC guy instead of a Marvel guy. So I would like to talk about this next thing, which is Batman the Killing Joke. Uh, it's based on the popular uh, comic book. And uh, they're making it to a movie. But guess what, Travis? Let me guess. Yes, please. Guess away. It's rated R. You're a good guesser. Did you happen to see my notes? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yes, that is true. Uh, Batman the Killing Joke will premiere at Comic-Con this year, and it is rated R. I don't know exactly why, probably for the graphic violence, but it's a big deal. It's an animated film. It's a Batman film, and it's rated R. It will be the second R-rated Batman film because technically it'll come out on home media after BVS. Now, Something interesting's happened about BVS too. You said possibly, right? Yeah. The okay. So when it first came out, that first week box office numbers looked really, really good. The second week sucked. It plummeted. So they're trying to raise that number back up. There has been some talk that they might re-release the film back in theaters with the R-rated version. If that's the case, I'll finally go see it. If not, I'll wait till it comes out and I'll see it that way. One thing I find really interesting is how big of an impact Deadpool has had on all these movies that are coming out. You know, oh, going forward. Absolutely. The fact that you can have a successful movie, you know, even if it is rated R, I think has really changed the mindset of a lot of these box office comic book and action movies coming out. And the fact that they want to take, you know, Batman versus Superman and re-release it back in the theaters because they feel like the fact that it is rated R will give it that substantial boost that they've missed, you know, after the first week of box office. Yeah. Just amazing to me. Yeah. And Deadpool comes out next week. On Blu-ray. Yeah, and if you are an iTunes fan, you can already buy it on iTunes, which is really interesting. So. Or if you like to actually own your media, it comes out on Blu-ray. Yeah, if you also like VHS tapes, you can buy it You know, sometime next year. <laughs> Justin, living in the Stone Age. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the Stone Age. That's fine. 
But uh, let's talk about something that's really near and dear to your heart. Something that I seen as a child. What was I a child when this movie came out? I guess I was probably. Eight. I was like in first grade or something. Yeah. So, Space Jam Two. Dose. <laughs> Space Jam Dose. Yeah. So uh, you're pretty excited about this, right? You, you know, I am. I loved the first one when I was a kid. I remember I had a party at the roller rink and. I got a, a boombox and a copy of the soundtrack. And nobody and showed up. No one showed up. No, a <laughs> lot of people showed up. Let me tell you, I have the best parties. Because you had that soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, I got a boombox. I got that soundtrack. I remember I watched that movie nonstop. I loved I think I even had like the Jordan Toon Squad jersey when you I was a kid. You got a basketball, Jones. Ooh. Oh, ooh. we did not clear that song. <laughs> no, it's all right. But um, That was on the soundtrack, right? Uh, or did I, I literally just make that? I don't know if that one. <laughs> it might have been. I mean, it's, we're talking like twenty years ago, man. Yeah. But anyway, um, great film. Obviously, right up there with like Citizen Kane, uh, Gone with the Wind. You know. Wow. <laughs> yeah, some that must be a great movie. Yeah, I mean it is. But anyway, apparently they are going to remake it. Uh, the director of Fast and Furious Six, Justin Lin, is set to direct. You want to take any uh, jabs at who you think's going to star in it? Who's going to be the new? Uh, Michael Jordan in this film? I don't know, but at some point in the movie, I'm sure they're going to say, what's the plan, Dom? And then somebody's going to say, one last ride. <laughs> well, I don't know about that, but what if, oh man, I wonder if like Bill Murray and Wayne uh, Wayne Knight, I think is that, what if they're going to be back? Yeah, I'm not sure. I can't see them hanging out with, here it is, I'm going to tell you who it is, LeBron James. Oh, the Le- the the king? King James, yeah. The oh. guy who wrote the Bible. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> no, I didn't know he was that important. <laughs> no, uh, no, but it's supposedly going to be LeBron James. He did sign a, a movie deal with Warner Brothers last year that sparked a lot of uh, speculation that this could be happening. Looks like it is, so I'm pretty excited. But I just can't really see him hanging out with Bill Murray. My question is, do you think that— Or Delonte West. Oh. Only basketball fans will get that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, none of you will get that, probably. <laughs> yeah, I definitely will not. I'll tell you, I'll tell you when we screw up and we have to stop the recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um anyone else can google it. Yeah. Do you know or not do you know, but do you think that it's possible that Michael Jordan would possibly make a cameo since obviously he was in the first one? You know, I don't know if Michael Jordan will. There is one player I think. Well, I mean, he <clears throat> Michael Jordan could. What about Kobe Bryant? That's what I was going to say. I think Kobe will probably make an appearance. Isn't he also known as the Black Mamba? The Black Mamba. That's crazy talk. Yep. But, well, the original had a bunch of these basketball stars that made appearances. Uh, but, I mean, now all of them are so buddy-buddy. You know, I think it's not – I mean, if LeBron is in it, it'll have a ton of talent. A ton of basketball players will be in this film as well. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited for it. I mean, I, I definitely am kind of like you. I, I used to love that movie as a kid. I'm just hoping they do it justice. Like, I don't want to be one of those things that comes out where they try to make it exactly like the first one, and then it just ends oh, yeah. up, you know, so I just hope they... Like The Force Awakens? Oh, man, that movie was great. I don't <laughs> it was you... great. It was a copy of A New Hope, but it was great. Do you want to get stabbed here and now? No, it was a great movie. It's amazing. It's one of the best Star Wars movies, if you ask me. Moving on. You're dead to me. Okay. Anyways... So, moving on to news, I uh, just want to touch real quick on you know, what Xbox Games with Gold and PlayStation Plus games are free this month in May. Boom! Wow, it must be some pretty good games for you to give it a boom. <laughs> yeah, so Xbox One, uh, we have the Defense Grid 2 and a Custom Quest 2. I have not played either one of these games. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I don't think I'm going to play them, even though they're free. I'm curious... 
I'm intrigued by what Custom Quest 2 means. Is it Costume Quest in that game? I don't know. Maybe I can't read. Maybe you should look that up. <laughs> I'll it's look possible. it up right now. Just keep talking. I'll look it up. Yeah. Uh, on Xbox 360, uh, we have Grid 2, which is uh, if you're a racing fan and you're still one of those people that owns a 360, you can download Grid 2. I don't know if Grid 2 is possibly a backwards compatible game. I'm not sure. Um, Xbox Arcade. We have Peggle. Have you ever played Peggle? I have. It is addicting. Okay. Well, this just in for the newsroom. It is Costume Quest 2. How's it look? I see you're over there looking at it. Does it look pretty terrible? <clears throat> uh, it doesn't look like it'd be bad, but it also doesn't look like anything I would ever play. So. Okay. Fair enough. All right. And on uh, PlayStation 4, we have Tropica 5, which is the game that's kind of like uh, one of those simulators for like... Uh, ruling a country and building and all that type of stuff, kind of like a Sim City, but it, I think it deals more in political stuff too. Yeah, is... it's more of like a Cuba kind of country that you run, I believe. Oh. That's how 4 was, I think. Well, it's appropriate because U.S. is just now allowed to go back into Cuba, so perfect timing. Yeah, that's really good timing. You, you didn't even know. Yeah. I did know, but yeah. Yeah, so, uh, and then the other PlayStation 4 game that's free is called Tabletop Racing World Tour, which is kind of like a... Uh, it kind of seems almost like a Mario Kart uh, Mod Nation Racer type game, which looks really interesting. Mod Nation Racers. That, why haven't they remade that one? I don't know, Justin. That was a good game. Sorry. You tell me. This is a really good game. Okay. Well, fair enough. Uh, if you have a PlayStation 3, uh, Bionic Commando Rearm 2 is free this month. And then also, I don't even know. Dig it out of the trash. D- dig your <laughs> PS3 out of the trash? No, your yeah. PS Vita. Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> So I'm I'm gonna probably botch the name of this game on PS3. It's oh. Loco Roco Cocachara. Cocorico. Cocorico. I don't know if I'm saying that right either. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that's that's free on PlayStation Three this month. And then, like Justin said, dust your Vita off because I said get it out of the trash or out of the trash. Yeah. Um, God of War: Ghost of Sparta is free this month. And then also on Vita and PlayStation Four, Switch Galaxy Galaxy Ultra is also free this month. Listeners, I have a question for you. I know I can't hear you or see you, but just go ahead and play along. How many of you have a Vita? And if you do, how many of you still play it? Just shake your head no if you don't play it. Or you could leave us some feedback on Facebook. That would be more effective. Or you could message us so we can actually read your response on the air. That would be fantastic. That would be our listener question of the week. Uh, (laughs) Posing it as a question for them to shake their head yes or no (laughs) to just seems... Oddly strange. I just picture people in their cars just shaking their head now. <laughs> what a strange. Place. Anyway, so yeah, uh, here's the question: Just how many of you own a Vita? And if you do, do you still play with it? If you owned one previously, what did you do with it? Just uh, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, yeah, whatever. Let us know. Yeah, and uh, I, yeah, I'll be curious to know because I actually have a Vita, and the only thing that I play it for every once in a while is for remote play, so I can play my PlayStation Four in bed, and it's not even super ideal for that. No. So. Uh, all right, moving on. Let's uh, get into our next story, Justin. Okay, this one's a sad one. So, <clears throat> there is one game series that I've always enjoyed. Uh, I mean, there's several, but this is one of them. The Fable series. Fable 1, 2, 3. Uh, Legends, not so much. I like Fable. I like it a lot. Yeah, <laughs> Fable's really good, Travis. Uh, unfortunately, though, uh, this past week, Lionhead Studios shut down for good. Uh, so, the, the maker of Fable uh, no longer exists. What does this mean for the franchise? I don't know. I would like to think that we haven't seen the last Fable game, but part of me thinks we may have. Yeah, I'm really kind of curious. One of the interesting theories that I had either heard on a podcast at one point in time or that I read was that what they could potentially see somebody doing is since Microsoft now has the rights to Rare, they could actually 
hand fable over to rare and let them make the, the next fable i approve you approve i approve of that yeah so i think that would be really interesting but i'm kind of like you like i was a big fan of all the fable games except i never played fable, fable legends so i can't really speak for that it didn't seem like a traditional fable game um it wasn't but two and three i thought were i mean the first one obviously in my opinion is by far the best just because the story and yeah. it's the first of its kind you know for that fable f- franchise but being able to play co-op was pretty awesome in those games. So I just, you know, just the story and just the, the gameplay elements, I just I just love those series, so I'd hate to really see it go away permanently, but, you know, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. It's a game, like, the name of the game is so, like, it's has its place, you know, in the gaming industry. Like, everyone knows Fable. It's kind of unrealistic to think that it's gone forever, but them closing the studio really doesn't look good. Yeah, and the thing is, is we don't really know what they may have been working on. For all we know, they may already have something in the works that, I mean, they could they could shut it down and everybody not think anything about Fable, and the next thing you know, it's a Microsoft Studio title, and yeah. you know, you see it at E3, so they, who knows. They made a mistake going with Fable Legends. It wasn't Fable. It was just a, like a MOBA no. or something, which yeah. that doesn't really fit in the Fable world. Yeah, so, so yeah, that's really sad news. I'm hoping that all of them find somewhere to land in another gaming studio. You know, yeah. I know that uh, Sony was actually uh, in talks with them about trying to offer a lot of people in that studio a job, which was kind of cool. So, That'd be cool. Yeah. So, good guy, Sony. Yeah, good guy, Sony. Too so. bad they won't remaster SOCOM. <laughs> Hashtag SOCOM remaster. Hashtag SOCOM remaster. <laughs> if you keep saying enough, it might come true. <clears throat> Maybe. Yoshida, if you're listening, Hashtag SOCOM remastered. <laughs> As if you haven't already seen it enough. Yeah, and for those of you, I'm I'm really curious if there is a, because I never really played a ton of SOCOM, and I'm curious if a lot of our listeners love SOCOM. So if so, I would appreciate if you guys would send in a message. I would really like to know what your thoughts are on getting a remastered SOCOM or a new SOCOM game. You know what I think? What? I think they love SOCOM because I wrote that article, and uh, that was that's to date, that's our most read article. Yeah, but... To be fair, that doesn't necessarily mean they're listeners. That's true. There were several more views on that article than we have listeners. Yeah, exactly. So <clears throat> Let's change that, SOCOM fans. Yeah, hashtag SOCOM remastered. Hashtag just make it. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, uh, we wanted to talk about Gearbox. Uh, Gearbox is the company that is the maker of Borderlands. Uh, and the new game coming out also, um, which we'll get into here in, a, here in the next few minutes. But... One of the things that I wanted to talk about was they actually announced that they are working on Borderlands 3. Now, Justin, I don't know. Are you a big Borderlands fan? Oh, yeah. Borderlands, I mean, it's on cons- console. It's like the definitive co-op game. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's it's just the right mixture for me, a first-person shooter and RPG element. Yeah. And so uh, I love the game. Uh, one, of, one of my really good friends, Emily, a.k.a. Mystique Siren, if you follow her on Twitch. But, uh, but you should if you don't. Yeah, you should if you, you, should if you don't for sure. Um, but she is a huge, she's probably the biggest other than destiny. Cause she loves destiny. I think borderlands is probably her number one love. Like she loves that game so much that when the handsome Jack collection came out, that came with the, um, the clat trap, the robotic clat trap that was like three or $400. She bought that. Wow. Like she is a huge borderlands that fan. So. Sounds like it. Yeah. So I know she's got to be excited about this game and I'm excited too. Cause one of the things that I love is kind of like you said is is just the co-op aspect of it, uh, the fact that you can be different classes. One of the things that I would like to see um, in the in the game that's coming out actually today, uh, Battleborn. One of the great things about Battleborn is 
the huge rosters of the characters. I think there's like 25 different characters. I did not know that. Wow. Yeah, there's like 25 different characters, all with their unique abilities and play styles and things like that. But I would like to see more playable characters in Borderlands. Now, I understand one of the reasons they probably can't do that is because it's a very story-driven game. And obviously, if you're going to play characters in the game, they all have to make sense. So, you know, but I wouldn't mind them having older characters from the past Borderland games yeah. come in that you could play. So I think that would be really interesting. So I agree. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you agree, Justin. I always agree with you, Travis. Yeah. So what up? <laughs> what to <a> do? <laughs> anyway, uh, so Battleborn came out today. Big deal. Uh, because next week we get Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4. Uncharted 4, A Thief's End. The final chapter of one Nathan Nath- Drake. <sighs> I know. I can't wait. You think you'll cry? It's been a journey. It, just getting it made, yeah, because it's been delayed a million times. I met to the games up to this point, but yeah, you're absolutely oh, right. Oh, yeah, that, that too, yeah. Yeah, uh, are you concerned about this game with how many times it's been delayed? So, yes and no. So, no in the sense that I can appreciate the fact that they are willing to keep pushing the game back because they feel that it's not ready, as opposed to releasing it uh, and just hoping for the best. Kind of like, yeah. when, I, when I think about that, I think about... Assassin's Creed Unity. Oof. Like, so many issues when that game first came out, right? Yeah, it sucks. It still sucks. Now, on the other side of that, if the game releases after being pushed back this many times, and there's still tons of issues, then I have a problem at that point. Now, to that point, they do have a 5 gigabyte day one patch, do they not? They do. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm just curious of if the issue is more in the with the game in general or is it more in the multiplayer i mean i don't know if we'll ever really know until we get our hands on it but you know but no i'm i'm pretty excited about the game i I haven't been let down yet by the franchise so i don't anticipate to be let down now but what's your thoughts Uh, i think it'll be good and because i mean they've already shown us that they'll delay it again and again and again if they have to they know that this is the game basically this is why people run out and buy the console they're not going to sell a dud. They're going to make sure it's okay. Well, let me ask you a question. Go for it. Ask me too. Not the not the not the same question I asked you at the beginning of this podcast because okay. I think you already know the answer to that. Uh, I can't remember what question was it. It was about the couch. <laughs> but anyways, but anyways, do you think Nathan Drake will die? No. I think it'll be Sully. Ah, oh, not Sully. Or uh, what's his what's his wife's name? I can't remember her name. I don't know. But his brother's in this game as well, right? Yeah, I bet his brother kills his wife. That's really dark. You <laughs> you really think that's a thing? And then, and then Drake will kill his brother. You think so? And then Sully will shoot himself in the face. <laughs> wow, this is this is getting out of hand. This is the second podcast. And then you know what will happen at the end after all that happens? He'll wake up and no, it was just a dream. No, Drake will look at the camera, wink and say, it all worked out. Just how I planned. <laughs> oh, no. Boom! <laughs> the past two episodes of this podcast has done a lot with death, and I'm just... I don't know what to say. You mean like Prince? Oh, man. David Bowie? Alan Rickman? Robin Williams? Should I go on? No, you shouldn't. Glenn Fry. Let's talk about the next game getting released on May May 13th. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the next person we think is going to (laughs) die. No, I'm kidding. It's dark. I don't... (laughs) Lindsay Lohan. Um, So, (laughs) do... (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I'm not even going to say. I'll tell you when we're done talking. Okay. Okay. All right. (laughs) Anyway... (laughs) Jesus. So, Doom 4. Yeah. Doom 4. You, Doom freaking 4. You're not 
I have a f- you're not really even interested in this I'm game. I'm not. I mean, kind of. You're scared, aren't you? You know, uh, we might be getting a review copy to write a review. Maybe that'll help uh, yeah, think really? my age a little bit. Yeah, well, I'm pretty excited for this game. I know uh, our brother that is not here, Papa Maxwell. Papa Maxwell. <laughs> Rest in peace, brother. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, I like how he's Papa Maxwell, and then I called him brother. <laughs> yeah. I think you called him brother, too. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. He's, in, he's in the International Space Station now. He is. I, I wonder how he's doing. Uh, floating around. Maybe, uh, maybe, like a turd. maybe if we can, uh, get a transmission up to him, we can talk to him at some point. Yeah. NASA actually did send some of our equipment up there. So we should get some, uh, radio broadcast from him at well, some point. In the next week or two. Okay. That's fantastic. But, uh, I know that Maxwell is, he's pretty excited about this game. Uh, you know, I think for the gore aspect and just the graphics and the gameplay and the multiplayer aspect of it. He has a sick it, mind. He really kind of does. Yeah. But, uh, that's neither here nor there. No. But I'm pretty excited about the game. I've not been a huge like I don't dislike Doom, but I've never like really been super into it. Um, but this game might be able to change that because I'm kind of excited about it. One thing I I did see was an Easter egg. Uh, it's like a room you go into, and it's like the old uh, 2D Doom game. Which, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I think it looked pretty neat. It looked really fun, and like the level kind of looked old, yeah. but the enemies looked new. Huh. So like it was like new, updated. Yeah. yeah, it was it was really cool. It was just a room you walked into, and all of a sudden it game... looked like a game from like the nineties. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, it looked pretty awesome. We'll we'll link that on our uh, Facebook page later. Yeah, maybe uh, if we do get a review copy, we'll do some uh, we'll do some Twitch streaming of the game. Oh, definitely. Yeah, and we're, we're gonna post a bunch of cool little videos on YouTube. I mean, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully these we'll have videos that will be so cool, so cool. Hopefully, we'll have some of that up for you next week. Yeah, we're going to, and just on a side note, that's one of the things we're going to try to get more into is we're going to start trying to Twitch more, uh, live stream, Justin and I playing some games, maybe Maxwell, if we can ever get him down from the, the International Space Station. The internet up there is kind of weak, but yeah. I mean, you'd think NASA would be able to figure I, that out. Yeah, I think they have DSL, I'm not sure. Satellite. Oh, it's satellite. <laughs> it's HughesNet. They are the satellite. Yeah, it's HughesNet, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be more invested in trying to do a little bit more of that, and then also taking those videos and putting them to our, our YouTube channel as well yep. so so if you haven't liked our youtube channel or our twitch channel yet make sure you do so yep uh and this past weekend i actually played a few games with a buddy of mine uh, neon heads uh we played a couple games and uh and got a dislike <laughs> one person gave us a thumbs down can you believe that was it on grand theft auto no it was uh, battlefront i don't know why i think because because you were playing battlefront well we were just talking casually it wasn't like a nerds with mike's episode we were just kind of talking oh. about the game like oh i'll follow you over here and oh well, no boring. wonder they gave you a thumbs there down. was no real commentary it was just kind of oh boring like, you need to get on there with me and we'll do some commentary yeah okay i'm down so travis i got a question for you kind of a serious question okay what is the difference between me and your mom's couch answer the question travis uh only one of you have amazon prime Correct. Ding, ding, ding. That would be me. Yes. <laughs> do you have Amazon Prime? Yes. Uh, do you like it? Uh, yes, mostly because the free two-day shipping and the one-day shipping for like, is it $2, I think? It's like three ninety-nine. dollars yeah. Oh, yeah, just kidding. Yeah. Double that price. Anyway, yeah. um, do you buy games on there? No, I never buy games off Amazon. Hmm. Uh, do you? Sometimes, yeah. Not often. What's the, last, what's the last game you bought off Amazon? I think it was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, no, I'm, I'm joking. At least uh, it was a good one. No, well, the reason why I ask you that is because, well, it appears as if Amazon is kind of changing things up a little bit. Uh, customers noticed the other day that if they wanted to purchase certain games like FIFA 16 and Grand Theft Auto 5, they actually had to be an Amazon Prime member to buy it directly from Amazon. 
Now it did come at a lower rate. I believe the game still goes for sixty, and it was uh, they were on sale for forty. But they could only buy it from Amazon if they were Prime members. What do you think about that? That kind of makes me think that Amazon's kind of shifting towards like a Sam's Club, Costco kind of format. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting ready to say. It definitely seems like it's members only, right? Do you think? Do you think people with Amazon Prime walk around with members only jackets? <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Now that you gave me that visual. Yeah. So no, that's. I mean. If they're going to give it to them for a substantial price difference, I mean, if we're talking $20, like a discount versus any other retailer, like I could see why they would make you be a Prime member. But at the same time, if I'm not a Prime member and I don't want to, is it a, it's 100 bucks a year, right? Yeah, unless you're a student, but yeah. Yeah, so do I want to drop $20 for a Prime membership or do I want to go to Best Buy and just have them price match it for the same price? Hmm, I wonder if, will Best Buy do that? Yes, they absolutely will. How do you know that? Well, I happen to shop at our local Best Buy quite a bit, uh, oh, okay. and I know from personal experience. Okay. Well, that works for me, then. That's all the evidence I need. Yeah. So, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, what benefits do you get out of Amazon other than just the fast shipping? I, I mean, obviously, I understand there's tons of benefits with instant video, with Prime Music, things like that. But when you say you're a Prime member, what are the features that you most take advantage of? I do like their video library. They have a few. I mean, not many. I typically will go to Netflix and Hulu first, but they do have a couple of shows that I can only get on Amazon. Um, if I'm renting a movie, which this isn't really Prime related, but I'll go ahead and rent it through Amazon Video as well. It's a little bit cheaper. But uh, really, there aren't. There isn't many. Unless you're a Kindle owner, there's not a lot of reason besides the fast shipping to have it. Yeah. So, Or if you own an Echo. Yeah, which, which if you own an Echo, there's a lot of integrated services that you can get if you're a Prime membership, like being able to tell her to play a certain song and it, it'll go through prime music, which is kind of nice, but she can like order stuff for you too, right? Yeah, she can, uh, which is kind of interesting. So you could say Alexa, order, order me some depends. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So if I'm out of depends and I need more, you know, Alexa's got my back yeah. or my butt, I should say. <laughs> oh. see, what, see what I did there? Yeah. Knuckles. <laughs> so anyways, yeah. So I, I find that to be really interesting. I don't know necessarily if people that don't shop, regularly on Amazon because people that shop regularly on Amazon more than likely are already prime members. Yeah. But for somebody that's going there looking to buy, you know, some games that isn't already a prime member, I don't see them signing up for a prime membership just to get, you know, that, get that pricing. Yeah. Up, I don't think. Yeah. But, well, before this actually took place for the last several months, in fact, if you were to pre-order a new game through, if you had Amazon prime, it was already discounted. Like I want to say, I don't know if it, I don't remember the exact number, but typically if it's a sixty dollars game, it would only cost forty eight. Yeah, yeah. I've just not I've just not ever been big on buying video games off Amazon. I I don't think I've ever bought. Actually, I don't think I've ever bought a game off Amazon. To be honest with you, because because to me it's much more convenient for me because I work you know close to a Best Buy that I can actually just go to the the Best Buy and just have them price it match it for the same price. And plus, I'm supporting a local business, so I don't know. Would you call them a local business? I mean, I would. They're local in my store. I mean, the only thing we have Amazon in this town yeah. is a is a call center. So, I mean, to me, like I'd rather support a brick-and-mortar business as opposed to just online shopping. Now, I'll be honest. When it comes to anything else but video games, I do buy from Amazon. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just don't know if this is enough to make people want to sign up for a new Prime membership just for the deals on video games. Yeah. Now, I'll, I'll buy games from Amazon if they're used typically because, you know, if a game comes out, a week or two later, it's used at GameStop. It's fifty five 
$50 on Amazon sometimes it's already like 30 35 Yeah, and the big thing and the big thing is too is like and and this isn't a plug for Best Buy by any means, but one of the really good deals that Best Buy has is they have what they call their Gamers Club Unlocked. I want to say it's maybe $30 a year, but you get 20% off brand new games. That's pretty nice. So 20% off a $60 game drops it to 47 before tax. So. I bet that's kind of what Amazon's doing then. Yeah, I mean that and that might be the reason that they're doing it that way, but you know, that 20% also even stacks on top of a game if it's already on sale, which is kind of nice. So, you know, for me, if I can have a local business just price match it, and then once they price match it, if you are a Prime member, or not a Prime member, but a Gamers Club Unlock member, you also get an extra 20% off Amazon's price. Yeah. So to me, it just doesn't make any sense for me personally to buy it off Amazon, but that's just my opinion. That's pretty. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is a good idea. I'm full of them. <laughs> full of them, I tell you. That, so. that you sure are. Yeah, so... Let's move on to something that I... I'm so mad about this. I called it. You called it? Oh my God, you called it, and I'm mad. I, yeah, I said... I feel, I feel cheated. Yeah, I said, uh, I think it may have even been before our first episode on one of our point zero or point five episodes I, that... I don't... Yeah, I just know you called it. That I said that I sold my Wii, my Wii U several months ago because I... As soon as they announced the NX, I knew that Legends of Zelda would never see that console. Well, it's coming on the Wii U. Yeah, but it's going to be one of those Twilight Princess deals where I get a watered-down, not-as-good version on the Wii U, and then I got this bright, new, shiny Nintendo NX yep. that it's optimized for. Okay, so to catch everyone up, Nintendo announced oh. that yeah, they announced that the Nintendo NX would not be revealed at E3, but it would be revealed later. They said that it is coming in March 2017, so just less than a year away, we're going to have a new Nintendo console. And unfortunately, they also announced that The Legend of Zelda, which was supposed to come to the Wii U and the Wii U only, but come on, like Travis said, that was not was never going to happen. No. Basically, they delayed it also to March 2017, so it can launch simultaneously on the Wii U and the NX, which means that the Wii U will have gone its entire lifespan without getting its own standalone Zelda game. Yeah, and that's depressing. That honestly shouldn't happen. That's a flagship game. Oh, wait, you mean you wouldn't consider Zelda Hyrule Warriors a standalone Zelda game? No. Because that game's garbage. I wouldn't say it's garbage, but it's not a Legend of Zelda game. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, I wouldn't call Mario Kart a standalone Mario game. That's true. Now, I kind of seen the red flags or the writing on the wall, so to speak, when the... uh, I I don't know if it was the president of Nintendo or the lead designer for... For Legend of Zelda literally said, we have literally pushed the console to its limits, and it can't handle any more. Well, they shouldn't have released such a weak console. Yeah, and (laughs) and, I mean, I completely agree. Now, you know, in this, and we don't have this anywhere in our notes, but one of the things I just started to think about was, and we'll get back to uh, the Nintendo Legend of Zelda's, is that do you think because of this move that Nintendo is making, do you think that's why we are starting to now hear rumors, and probably pretty true rumors, that... PlayStation is doing an upgraded console that's more powerful and then possibly followed suit by the Xbox. Do you think that's because of this possible or the Nintendo NX coming out with better hardware than what the current Xbox One and PS4 have? Do you think that's why they've decided to do this? Or what do you think? Honestly, no. Uh, I, I, the Nintendo NX could have the most powerful hardware on the market, but it will always be defeated by what I assume will be lack of third-party support. Right. And it'll be supported upon a gimmick. Yeah. Uh, people don't want to develop for that because generally that requires them developing something extra for little to no payoff compared to what they would get on the, you know, the, the big two consoles. Yeah. 
Now, have they hinted anything about what the console is going to be about? The as gimmick, far as, you mean? <laughs> yeah, like have they said anything about it? Did they say, oh, it's going to be... They haven't, no. They said that, uh, or they haven't said anything, but the, like the patent designs that have leaked kind of show like a, a oh. controller that has like a screen on it, almost like a... A Wii U controller. Kind of. I was Yeah, kind of. I mean, but not exactly. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? Like It's like a screen on a controller, but not exactly like the Wii U. Like the whole, it's almost like a phone. Oh. Where like the buttons are on the screen. Oh. Yeah. I don't want to play Zelda like that. You know what? I would love for them to just do that to make people think exactly what we're thinking. And then when they come out, it's like, it's like a Super Nintendo in the sense that it's like a console and a controller and that's it. Yeah. No gimmicks, nothing. Hey, this is what fans have been wanting forever, a serious gaming console. They don't know how to make a console without a gimmick anymore. I just, I mean, it's been... Even if you look at the GameCube, like, I wouldn't call it gimmicky, but in a way it was because, well, we have tiny discs now, and I mean, that I mean in a way, that's just kind of a gimmicky thing that set them apart. Instead of just having normal size CDs, they had decided to go with these tiny ones. I mean, I don't know <laughs> if I necessarily agree with that, but... But like that I was think the start about, of it. Yeah, I mean, I think about consoles. Like I think about uh, the Virtual Boy gimmick. Gimmick. I think about um, the. Don't get me wrong, and I, I don't want to get massacred by anybody that's listening to this. But think about Nintendo sixty four. Yeah, perfect. Think about the controller. Yeah, it was different. Think about how different that was versus any other controller that was on the market. Yeah, I mean, they've always done something different, but right. now their ideas. Even the Wii had a ton of potential, and for a while, it kind of held its own, but it. I think Wii has been still to this day. I think is the number one most selling console Nintendo's ever released. Now, probably it's the Wii, accessible. The Wii, U, the Wii U didn't have nearly the success that the original Wii had. Yeah, but you can go like nursing homes and find Wiis. <laughs> I mean, that's true because <laughs> they they're using it for Netflix, probably. <laughs> probably. So, but but no, I just I don't know. I I don't want to say that I've lost faith in Nintendo because I I don't know. I just really wish that they would listen. I mean, and maybe maybe not every fan's like you and I. Maybe no. maybe not every fan is wishing for a more mature Nintendo with more mature titles, you know. But like they got to do something. I mean, because when you're competing against exclusives on uh PlayStation 4 and Xbox One that are mature type titles. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, like Nintendo and PlayStation or not Nintendo, but Xbox and PlayStation will never have a Mario game. No. They'll never have a Zelda game. Yeah. Right. Now, they may come out with games that are cute platformers. Like, I think of Ratchet and Clank as kind of like PlayStation's Mario type game. Yeah. But to that, I really just feel like, I mean, have you seen, okay, so just to point this out, and I just watched another one today. Have you seen the Unreal 4 Engine remake of Ocarina of Time? Oh, it looks so good. And the thing is, is like, if they would literally just do something, and I know this new Zelda game coming out is supposed to be kind of like that, right? Yeah. But, like, I just think of all these games that are classic games that I love. Like, I think of Metroid. I think of, uh, I think of, you know, Mario is, Mario is about the only game that can get away, in my opinion, without being a mature type game. Yeah. But I think of Metroid. I think of Zelda. Um, you know, and I just think there's so much more they could be doing with these titles. You know, and I'm not asking them to change everything, but I'm saying make a modern version of Super Metroid. It's just an updated side-scrolling version. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Like, even Metroid Prime is fantastic, but that, I mean, the last one of those was what, on the Wii U? Or was it on GameCube? I honestly don't remember. I think it was GameCube was the last one it was released on. So, it's just all these games that I remember playing and loving, like, once the Wii took over, it's like all that stuff kind of fell by the wayside. Now, Nintendo did say that The Legend of Zelda had a lot of Western influence. Red Dead. 
<laughs> no. But as in Japan, right? <laughs> no, listen. Okay, it has a lot of Western influence, and people have speculated since they said that, even before they said that, that the Zelda game would be open world. Kind of like if I wanted, I do this quest here, or I can do this one instead, or I can tackle this dungeon first, or I can tackle so that like one. So like a, so, so we're saying Legends of Zelda meets like Skyrim type thing. Uh, kind of, yeah. Like in that regard, like freedom is what I mean. Yeah, thinking. freedom. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm totally fine with that. Like, Me too. Like, and if you think about it, like Ocarina of Time was kind of that way already though. Like you didn't necessarily have a straight path in front of you. Now, granted... I know you had to do the dungeons in a certain order, but, you know, it, it was just one of those things I didn't feel like it was super linear like some of the older games. So, yeah, so sticking with Nintendo news, I do want to also bring up something that I thought was really interesting news. Um, we all we obviously know that a couple weeks ago, Nintendo introduced their first mobile app into the App Store. Mitomo. Yeah, Mitomo. Um, and they, since then, I think with the same release that they release with the Nintendo NX coming out. They also said that the next two titles that will be coming to mobile will be Fire Emblem and Animal Crossing. What? Which I never really played a ton of Fire Emblem. Yeah, forget about that one. Let's talk about Animal Crossing. Yeah, but I am so excited for Animal Crossing. I know, me too, yeah. Now, it really all depends on how they do it. Like, if, if I play, and you're in the game too, and you come over to like my village and say, hey, do you like spaghetti? I'm yeah. going to be upset. Yeah, or, that's what Mitomo is, basically. Yeah. But if I'm able to come into your world and notice, oh, I notice Justin has peaches. I'm going to take those back to my town and plant and have peach tree, too. Yeah. Oh, for the record, love spaghetti. <laughs> I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. Yeah. But, uh, your Mitomo keeps asking me, so. Yeah, but I'm hoping that not every Nintendo game that they release in the App Store is a free-to-play game. Like, if I can literally pay $10, $20 and get an Animal Crossing on my phone that is the same type of Animal Crossing I would play on a DS, I would gladly give them my money. Should it be $40 then? I mean, I'm fine with that, honestly. I mean, the thing is, is I don't like... I mean, Motu... How is it? Motu... <laughs> Mitomo. Yeah, Mitomo. Matu. <laughs> yeah. You can tell it's a free-to-play game. Yeah. It's like, you know... Because it sucks. Well, not only that, but you can definitely tell it's kind of one of those things where they don't necessarily tell you have to spill, spend real money, but they kind of encourage it. You have to spend real money in that? No, well... Oh, I, saying, I haven't put a lot of time into it. I didn't realize. You can buy candies that allow you to play games, and once you run out of candies, you can pay actual money to... like. So there is a microtransaction system if, oh. you, if you want there to be. But I have not gotten that far into but, it. But I, uh, I just don't want an Animal Crossing game that's free to play where I ha- have to feel like I have to pay to win like every time you want to go to the island you have to pay uh real money yeah like if i want to go to the island with the turtle mare i want to not have to pay for that yeah exactly it should be free yeah i'm trying to go fish for sharks bro <laughs> yeah what up and uh, <laughs> uh bugs yeah and bugs and play with my friends on the island yeah exactly i'm trying to catch bugs with you justin yeah thanks yeah so kayla and i will play that a lot and she'll be like getting ready to like, sneak up on a bug and i'll just run up to her and make it fly away yeah i does she like that game a lot she loves it so sarah my wife, um, she uh, she absolutely she has spent more time in that game I think than anybody I know. Like she has played it enough to have the entire bug collection. Oh jeez! I think she's two fishes away from having the entire fish collection. She's found all the bones you can dig up. Oh my god! And she's built everything in the game. 
Like, she's literally told me today, actually, she said, I think I might just start the game over. And I'm like, what? Oh, my God, no. But I told her, I was like, you might just want to see if you can do another game and then keep your original game. But I think it's I don't think you can. one or nothing. So I might just have to buy a second copy yeah, of the game. I was about to say, she, you can buy a second copy. But yeah, yeah, So, but she absolutely loves that game. And, and I actually bought a DS just so we could play together. And that lasted for a couple of days. And I was like, meh. And she was like, you're moving too slow. Exactly. <laughs> like she was so much farther ahead of me in the game that she was like, your town's stupid. <laughs> she would come to my town oh my. trying to get my fruit and she'd be like, you don't have anything I want. I'm like, all right. Sorry. She just came to like pillage. Yeah. Like if she could stomp off my flowers, she would stomp them out. <laughs> so, but yeah, but that's enough. Oh my gosh. That's enough about Animal Crossing. Is it enough? I mean, it's never enough. We could literally talk about this game every day for a whole year because and, and, everything is so different. Well, well, not only that. So this actually, this is a good hey. point. Animal Crossing on Nintendo NX, and I'll buy it. Well, day one. So this brings me to my next point. Why did we not see an Animal Crossing on the the Wii U? Why didn't we see the Legend of Zelda title on the Wii U? That was a new one. Yeah, because Nintendo hates us. <laughs> what I think is really strange is they even so on the Nintendo console they released like one of those. I don't know what it's really called. It's like a like a demo reel. Well, right. It was like mini games and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah, Nintendo Land. Well, Nintendo Land, but the but then they also had like a little Animal Crossing, I think, uh, like a little mini game you could download from the App Store, or whatever Nintendo's App Store is. But then yeah. they also released um uh the Amiibos. Yeah, we got a, a crappy Amiibo Animal Crossing, but not a true Animal Crossing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I don't know. They're I, trying to push that. What they're doing is they're alienating the people who don't want to collect a bunch of little toys. Yeah, I'm a grown man. Yeah, and we don't want toys. I want to play a a game called Animal Crossing where I live in a town with animals. Okay? I don't want toys. <laughs> yeah. And if we do want toys, we don't want to have to go to the store to buy them because that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, cuz we're grown men. Grown men. But anyway, we play Animal Crossing. Yeah, that's right. And not to get too salty, but let's talk about Call of Duty Infinite Warfare announcement yesterday. Do we have to? Well, I think you'll want to only because they also announced there's going to be a Modern Warfare remaster. What? Can I pre-order just that by itself? Absolutely not. You have to Uh, get the $80 version of Call of Duty Infinite War. But why? Because I don't want that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I think that's going to be the only reason they're going to sell this new turd they're going to put out. Oh, no. Let's talk about this turd. Let's talk about how this turd's going to be in space. (laughs) Oh, turds in space. (laughs) Yeah, so we've talked on a couple podcasts about... Call of Duty and the fact that they're getting way far into the future. And uh, they did not disappoint. <laughs> no, well, I mean, they did, but not by those standards. Yeah, I mean, the last, uh, I think the last one, you were basically part robot and you were fighting robots. <sighs> yeah, you got like, your arm ripped off or something at the very yeah. beginning. It was really weird. Yeah, so now... Which one had Kevin Spacey in it? Was it that one? No, that was Advanced Warfighter, or Advanced Warfare. Which, which was... one just came out? Was it Black Ops 3? Blops 3. Blops. <laughs> Yeah, Blops 3. Plops in the toilet is more like it. Oh, gosh. Blop, plop. (laughs) Yeah, so. Boom! (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Anyways, uh, do you have Black Ops 3, by the way? Oh, God. Do I have to admit it? Yeah, because I have an actual legitimate question. Anything with my mom? No, not at all. You promise? Yes. Yes, I own it. Okay, so I feel like, so somebody was actually trading that game in where I worked the other day. Good move. And I almost bought it off of them strictly for... Zombies. Is zombies good in it at all, or have you not even played zombies? I haven't played zombies. Oh, well then, never mind. I, no. re- I revoke my question. If I want to play zombies, I'll play Left 4 Dead. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> no. Right. But, uh, Left 4 Dead 3, at E3, I'm calling it right now. 
Okay, fair enough. No, I'm not really calling it. But uh, so Call of Duty, yeah, Infinite Warfare is going to be. There's no release date or anything yet. I don't think, right? November, I'm sure. Yeah, it's every November. Who knows? But yeah, so the big news is though is that there's going to be a remaster in Modern Warfare, which is regarded as probably one of the best Call of Duty games. You know, so oh yeah, without question. So now this. Now, do you want to speak a little bit about the level of, quote-unquote, what this remaster is? Uh, to be honest, I don't know a ton. I know that there's like 10 maps. Uh, from what the gra- the screenshots they showed off, it looks really nice. That they, I don't think it's just like a port. Yeah, or just like a high-res texture. It's like, yeah, I think they kind of rebuilt it. Yeah, I'm just curious. Like, Which means there's going to be jetpacks. Oh, man. I, and bionic arms. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I just hope I can wall run again. Yeah, because that's what really—that's why I really bought Call of Duty. I wish they would remake uh, uh, Call of Duty Two and let me have a jetpack. That that would be sweet. Take that, Nazis! Yeah, <laughs> am I right? Yeah, try to shoot me now. I'm the Rocketeer. Yeah, that's exactly right. But uh, uh, but yeah. So what I find really interesting though is that the fact that you have to order the eighty dollar game in order to get the remastered copy, I feel like that's a move because they know as a standalone game. I don't think anybody would probably. I mean, people would obviously buy because they're still diehard Call of Duty fans. But there's going to be people like you and I that have been out of the franchise for so long yeah. because, like, I'll be honest, I haven't played since Black Ops One, maybe or wow. Modern Warfare Two. I think one of those two. I haven't went back and played. Like, I tried to. I tried to play Advanced Warfighter or Advanced Warfare, and I literally felt like I was playing. Um, Titanfall. That's I mean you basically were. And I just I just couldn't play it. So so I am excited about the remaster. However, I think I will sit this one out until I find out if I could buy the remastered game by itself. I think eventually you'll be able to. Yeah, I mean I can't imagine them holding on to that. I mean, they could even sell it for like fifty bucks and it would probably sell well. Yeah, and I'm curious. I, I think from the gameplay trailers, they showed that it's going to be the full game. It's not going to be just multiplayer at all. So well, that's the good. Because the campaign in that game was actually really good. Oh, yeah. It was one of the best. Yeah, one of the best. One of the absolute best. You're the best. Thank you. Yeah. You're very kind. Very sweet of you to say that. Yeah, so um, one of the things that we wanted to kind of talk about, and I'll let you kind of lead this section, is that if you could make... I don't want to say a perfect game, but if you can make any game. Your ideal game. Yeah, if you can make any ideal game. Picture yourself picking up your controller and you put in a game. What game do you want that to be? Yeah, tell t- tell me what game that if I close my eyes and you talk to me, what game I want to play. What, what game do you want to play or what game do I want to well, play? Well, I want you to sell me on your idea. Okay, uh, okay. So, for my idea, it's a Grand Theft Auto game. Or a game very, very similar to Grand Theft Auto. Basically, now this is patent pending. <laughs> Not really. Uh, so please, someone take this idea and make it happen. Uh, basically, you would start off maybe in the 40s, 50s, or 60s. You know, your typical GTA type game, you're this low level thug, and you start off doing little small crimes working your way up. The game ideally would, instead of like having multiple cities or multiple characters that you control, you control the same character, but through the entire course of his life. So you're literally jumping, you know, from decade to decade. And like, let's say you buy a car in the 50s, right? Let's say the 50s is over. You're in the 60s. It may be a little beat up, but it's the same car, right? The cars would change. The buildings would change. The music would be amazing because it would be like a new soundtrack each, you know, so however many levels because you're entering a new time period. So you'd have music from every decade. It would be really awesome. 
updated weapons, updated technology. Like one thing I think I mentioned to you was like maybe like in the 50s have like a building that's being constructed. And then when you're like in the 80s, it's this huge skyscraper or something. But I don't know. What do you think about that, Travis? It sounds like what you're describing to me is if you think about if you think about uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Then you think about Grand Theft Auto 3. Yeah. Then you think about Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yeah. Then if you think about Grand Theft Auto 4. Yeah. And then if you think about Grand Theft Auto 5. Yeah, but going even farther back than Vice City. Like Mafia, Mafia 2. Yeah, Mafia <laughs> yeah. 2. So basically it sounds like... And then Mafia 3 because it's in the 60s. Yeah, it sounds like you just want all these games together is what it sounds like. Kind of, but don't you think it's a cool idea? Like if you bought a car... No, I definitely feel like it's a really... Like in GTA 5, you can like buy a car that's your car. Like you buy a car in the 50s. And like a decade later, like you still have that car, but it's got wear and tear to it. You know, maybe it's not as fast. Maybe you I know. feel like I feel like it's a great idea. I don't want to take anything away from you. You told me it was a fantastic idea. I mean, it is. A, it's a fantastic idea in theory. Okay. Yeah. But how big would this game be? You know, like install base. Because if Grand Theft Auto is one city and it's seventy five gigs. Oh yeah. I mean, that's something you have to take into account, but. I, mean, I don't really know how to answer that. <laughs> so I would have a PlayStation with a 500 gig hard drive with one game on. That's what you're telling me. If you have a PlayStation with a 500 gig hard drive, you're not doing it right. We got that two TBs. That's right, two TBs. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean it's a really cool concept. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's ever really been a game. Maybe it could utilize kind of something like uh, what Quantum Break is doing with the streaming. Sure, that's for video, but maybe it could do something like that. Yeah, possibly. Um, what if actually? What if it was a game? Like you just described, think about Grand Theft Auto, but think about having the ability to time travel. Uh, maybe. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, if it didn't have the Grand Theft Auto name, yeah, but if it's like Grand Theft Auto Doctor Who version, then well, that would actually be kind of cool. But uh, <laughs> your TARDIS yeah. is going everywhere. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. Maybe. What's your What's your uh, game breaking idea? I I don't have one. <laughs> what? I really don't. What? I really don't. Boom! You, told, <laughs> you told me about this idea, and I wasn't ready, and I honestly don't know what the perfect game is. I, I always I took it already. No, what if? Imagine this, okay? I'm closing, imagine I'm somewhere, closing my eyes. Somewhere in England, okay. There's two men, okay. Last name of Hauser, okay. They create the Grand Theft Auto games, okay. They just loaded up this episode, okay, because they listen, okay. Hey guys, what's up? Okay, not talking to them, and they're like, "Whoa, how come we don't hire them?" To give us ideas for games. Okay. Because that just blew my mind. <laughs> Maybe. You know, I was actually thinking, I, I'll think of an idea here in a minute. But one, They could use middle out compression technology. <laughs> yeah, they could. They absolutely could. I think, I think Pied Piper is working on something like that. Pied Piper? Yeah. Is that like the local business Pied Piper? No, Pied Piper, man. It's middle out compression. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah, you know yeah. what I did. Yeah, I see what you did. You yeah, they got a new CEO recently. Yeah. You're not caught up, are you? No. You haven't watched a single episode, have you? I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Silicon Valley, that's oh, what they do. Remember nah. the, the joke we were talking about? Middle uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, I got you. N- <laughs> NSFW. <laughs> yeah, not, not safe for work, sir. Yeah. Um, I thought that meant no sandwiches for, <laughs> I can't think of a W word. Women. Oh, give them some sandwiches. <laughs> they can have as many sandwiches or all sandwiches if they want. Yeah, that's free country it's free country okay so now that's the side so you're telling me you don't have a, a game idea i actually do have an idea sitting here thinking about it um i recently finished the show Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, and one of the cool things about that show it was a book that was written by stephen king but the premise of the show is 
a guy finds out how to travel into the past, uh, but the only thing that he is there to do is to prevent the assassination of John F. Kennedy. So I thought what would be really cool was if they had a game where you worked for an organization. I don't know who the organization would be, but they had the ability to time travel, and your missions would be your missions would be where you would travel into the past to prevent assassinations. Well, not necessarily assassinations, but to prevent catastrophes that's happened in actual history. That'd be cool. So like Chernobyl, uh, the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Your conception. Uh, being able to kill Hitler. Your conception. Yes. Okay. Basically, yeah. Um, that would be kind of cool. Or uh, the other idea would be, what if they made a game that was kind of like like a video game version of Inception? Oh, that'd be awesome. All of those ideas sound really good. Well, thanks. Yeah, you're really good at ideas, Travis. Well, I'm just really taking a movie that somebody's already done and just making it into a game. It's not that smart. Yeah, well, yeah. Just like you're taking Grand Theft Auto and making it your own. It's fine. Yeah, well, I'm just you know reinventing the entire franchise, but... Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. One of the things that I thought was interesting, and this is completely different than what we were just talking about, but... What if you thought that – so you remember how we were talking about um, – I made a comment about Red Dead earlier in the show, I think. Yeah, unless, you did. Unless it was one of the things that got cut. There's been so many. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what if all along we've been playing in the same universe in all Rockstar's games? That – whoa. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah, like Red Dead Redemption is the beginning. Yeah. Like, and then over time the lands obviously change, but we've been playing on the same land from all the games. Well, we know Red Dead takes place down by Mexico. Yeah. So, I mean, it's possible. Maybe the new GTA. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought it would be really interesting. No, I, like, I love that idea. If somehow they're all interwoven and tied into each other. I I don't think like it, in the same Just in the same universe. Yeah, in the same universe. Like, yeah, same timeline. Yeah, like if uh, like in one of the Grand Theft Auto games, if one of the characters references like a great, great, great ancestor, and you find out it's like John Marston. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, and you just find out if these characters kind because of, I think we've seen it in kind of some of the Grand Theft Auto games, like with Grand Theft Auto Five, you enter, you cross paths with um, the biker from GTA Four, yeah. GTA Four, um, which is the Lost and Damned, I think. Yeah, expansion I can't his name though. But like, you know, so clearly they're all kind of somewhat in the same universe. But if they would somehow convert confirm that, I think it would be really cool. Yeah, like with Bully and Manhunt, even. Do you think we'll see? Do you think this year at E3, it's all about Red Dead, or do you think we're going to see anything else from Rockstar? That's a really good question. Um, Don't think too hard about it. Yeah, I think we'll see Red Dead 2. Okay. I think Red Dead 1 will be backwards compatible, and I think GTA 4 could be backwards compatible. Did you like GTA 4? Yeah, it was a good game. I mean, compared to GTA 5, though. Well, I mean, when I played, I I didn't have GTA 5 to compare it to. I did not like the main character in GTA 4. Nico? Yeah. Nico? He's no. just trying to live the American dream. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of my neighbors in St. Louis. <laughs> that reminds me of everyone in St. Louis. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Don't you I like me. Nico. Yeah. I mean, he's cool. I just is a, I just couldn't get behind him as a character, that's all. Yeah, or Roman. He wants to go bowling all the time. That's his brother? Cousin or his or cousin? Yeah, that maybe he's the one that actually ruined it for me. He's, yeah. He's very needy in that game. Super needy. He tricks you. Yeah, and you're trying it to... It makes you think America's... I mean, America is great, don't get me wrong, but he's just like... <laughs> wow. It makes you think that it's better than what it is. Like, Man. Like, he has, like, women and property and money and power, and he has, like, a taxi service or something. Enough about Grand Theft Auto. Let's move on to finer things in life. Okay. And by finer things in life, I mean 
Pick of the week. Pick of the week. Ba ba ba. We need really need to get something good for that section. Yeah, us. we'll work on it. We got time. <laughs> without singing every week. We're still we're still young. That's yeah. fine. Well, if, I am. If Maxwell were only here, he, he you didn't give me the ba ba ba. No, don't even try. Okay. Anyways, uh, Justin, what is your pick of the week? Well, my pick of the week is something. Uh, well, first of all, I'd like to thank my buddy Chad for buying one. Chad, yeah, yeah. Shout out. Shout out to my boy Chad. Uh, or as I like to call him, Chaz. He earns a Z every time he does something cool, and he loses one every time he does something lame. <laughs> That's a real thing. We really did that. <laughs> Chad, I love you, buddy. Anyway, um, uh, my boy Chad, uh, he's my boy. I think his name is Chad, and he's your boy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he bought a steam controller. And at a first I thought... Steam controller? Steam controller. Like I, a Cleveland steamer controller? Anyway, I thought, what a piece of crap item before I ever even saw the thing in person. And he brought it. Uh, he brought it to me one day. I tried it out, and I was surprised at how well it worked. I was really impressed. I I was really impressed with like uh, all the different configurations for it, and how basically if there's a game that doesn't support the controller, someone can go in and make a profile for it, and it works so much better than any key mapping software I've ever used before. And um, I just really liked it. So guess what I did? I went out and I got me one. Thirty dollars. Three zero. Yeah, that's, that's your age, right? That's a lot of doll hairs. No, I'm 32. <laughs> I thought you were 30. No, thank you, though. No, I'm 32. Well, you act like a 10-year-old. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I'm thank kidding. You. I'm joking. But I did, yeah, I got one on, on eBay uh, pretty cheap. And uh, was, it, I, was it used or new? It said it was used, but, uh, I mean, everything was still like, wrapped in plastic. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, I really like it. I've been trying it out with a few different, uh, few different games. There is definitely a learning curve. It's unlike any controller I've ever used. But uh, I really, I really like it, and um, yeah. It, it, one knock I have on it, it does feel kind of cheap. I feel if I were to drop it, I'd probably have to go buy a new one. Yeah, I mean, the controller, from what I've seen, just you play around with it, it does look definitely pretty interesting. I believe you said that you played Rust with it, right? Yeah, I tried Rust. It works pretty well. Okay, well that's that's cool. I I don't know. I'm still trying to figure out a way to play PC games on my computer in the most convenient way. I'm thinking about maybe getting one of those Steam Links. Do you have one? No, not the Link. I just have the controller. Yeah, so I'm thinking about getting a Steam Link. I, I don't know, though, because I'm really trying to play some PC games on my TV, but I don't want to hook up my computer to my TV. It's... Yeah, well, you could always you have your Mac Mini, right? I do have a Mac Mini. You could just open up Steam, and you still it's basically a Steam Link for you. Just You can stream any game from anywhere to it. You're blowing my mind right now. Yeah, man. So I can use Steam on my Mac Mini to play games through. Through your other computer, yeah. Listen. You didn't know that? No. <laughs> we got to go, guys. We're going to... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I didn't know that. No, that's yeah, awesome. Uh, yeah, I'll show you after the show. Oh, you can show me a lot of things after the show. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm afraid. Call 911. Don't, <clears throat> don't be afraid. All right, well... What's your pick of the week, Travis? My pick of the week is... Let me guess. Is it a show on CBS? <laughs> no, it is not... <laughs> A show on CBS. Okay. Are you sure? Are you making fun of me because I've been watching Supergirl? You've been watching what? Supergirl. Is it good? It's it's okay. It's not great. Like, okay. I was a big Smallville fan. You never watched Smallville. No, I didn't. Oh, so, okay. But right. it's decent. I really, the only thing that even appealed to me to make me want to watch it is they did a crossover episode with Supergirl and The Flash. So I watched through, the, I think the first season is like 20 episodes and that crossover episode didn't happen until like episode 17. 
So, yeah. But, no, I mean, it's decent. It is what it is. Like, I really just wanted to watch it because I was such a big fan of Smallville. And I watched The Arrow and I watched The Flash. So I just thought, you know, why not? So i just been binge-watching it. Also been, actually, my pick of the week is Game of Thrones. Whoa. Yes. I mean, Game of Thrones is back. They just finished episode episode, uh, two. Yeah. And uh, so far, the first two episodes have been outstanding. The last episode, by far, was balling out of control. Balling out of control. Yeah, there was a lot of big things that happened in the last episode. So tell me this. I'm not caught up. Yeah. Is, have you started? It, yeah, I've started. Oh, okay. I'm not caught, Is Jon Snow dead? You don't... Have to, well, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. He may be. He may not be. Hmm. And he may not be. I don't, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure if you get on Facebook, you'll find out in about two seconds. Yeah, the internet can't keep secrets. Yeah, internet cannot keep secrets. Yeah. So I... Uh, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, cause, but I will tell you, if you are not caught up on Game of Thrones, you need to done get caught up, and you need to watch some Game of Thrones. Yeah. Got to get that Game of Thrones. Okay, I'll I'll definitely try to get caught up sometime between f- now and never. Oh, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right, well, let's uh, let's close this thing out. Let's close this out. So, bad boy. Yeah, so we appreciate everyone listening. Yes. Now that we got a normal routine and a normal setup, we should start to crank these out at about once every two weeks. Once every day. Once every day. No, we can't do that. 60% of the time it works every time. Yes. But uh, we appreciate everybody that's listening. Uh, keep up with the listening. and uh, <laughs> yeah, just keep up with the listening, guys. Yeah, keep up with the listening. Keep providing feedback for us. We really need that. Um, also, if you listen and you have friends that also like podcasts and nerdy stuff, please tell a friend. I would really enjoy that. Yeah, and uh, you know, recently we did a giveaway of the division on on a PC, and that is something we plan on doing pretty regularly. Not just the division, but uh, other games uh, in the future. So be sure to keep an eye out on our Facebook. You know, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Twitch, and uh, YouTube, and YouTube. Yeah, just to keep an uh, just to keep an eye out for that. We might start doing giveaways on Twitch streams once we really hammer down the schedule for that. Um, but most importantly, just listen and like what you hear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we appreciate the support that we've gotten thus far. Yeah, it's been overwhelming. Yeah, overwhelming. But what? Bad. No, I'm just kidding. Oh man. But no, we've got a lot of support. But what I will say is, if you can, if you are listening to this, if you could please start to leave some reviews. Yes, that's a big deal. Reviews always help, kind of boost us up when people are searching for popular podcasts, and we want to kind of get our name out there. So we'd appreciate any help we can get. Yep. And uh, the only other thing I want to mention is next episode, I believe, uh, we are planning on having a special guest. What? We actually were going to have a special guest tonight. A celebrity was going to call in, but uh, that didn't work out. Maybe next time. Yeah, maybe next time. But also an actual other special guest. Yeah, an actual special guest that's that's little less famous than the special guest that was going to call in but <laughs> but uh it's uh one of my one of my friends uh her name's Emily she's a Twitch streamer goes by the name of Mystique Siren Yeah you mentioned her uh, earlier in the show didn't you yeah, yeah so uh she'll be sitting in with us um on our next episode talking about you know what it is to be a streamer and uh you know just kind of get her take on you know things that she likes and and all that nerd culture and all that type of stuff so just be on the lookout for that as well so Yeah um as always, you know, if, if you need to, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at podcast at nerdswithmikes.com. Most efficient way would probably be to message us on Facebook, though. We will uh, read and respond to any and all messages we have so far. So, yeah. Oh, and don't forget our, our listener question this week. If Do you still have a Vita? And if so, what do you do with it? Yeah. Do, is it in the trash? Is it a paperweight? Is it a paperweight? Is it in your junk drawer? 
Yeah, like what? Where is it? Right? Do you know where it is? It's 10 p.m. Do you know where your Vita is? <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> Until next time. Boom. <laughs>